Hello and welcome again to the Mike Fraze podcast. You're listening to your host, Mike Fraze. The now space, the now dimension, and the relationship to unconditional love. This is a fundamental, I was going to say, thing <laughs> that I've been working through lately, but this is the kind of interesting thing, and it is really no thing. That no thing nothing matters all that much it's a quote that I'm, I've used on a, a book I'm working at the moment and I've, I've heard it said in other spiritual awakening resources the idea that nothing really matters when we're in the now space the unconditional loving dimension and even to pursue unconditional love is actually to to see that it's not already here is to block it from arriving and it's a similar thing with the now dimension the idea of the now space and people might be particularly aware of the power of now and their control in the present moment everything is full whole complete so it's kind of like yeah, the metaphorical pilgrim is something I could relate to and you, you may be aware listening to my channel that I, I often talk about the Camino de Santiago walking a spiritual pilgrimage which is yeah been around since the middle ages but has had at least in my own perspective a big renaissance the last few years uh, probably the last 15-20 years and it's been steadily increasing numbers where up until last year beginning of this year I should say it was heading up towards two three four hundred thousand people would walk in a year and I bring that up in the now space because it you know and comparing it to work at Tolway is the pilgrim is someone who literally embraces the now dimension they might not necessarily know it it wasn't that space I, I don't think I had a real conscious awareness around it but what it really is the mind perspective is you willingly go into the now dimension of releasing all permanent baggage, conditions, attachments to you, that you you basically agree to leave out of the backpack or whatever very much limited clothing, um, possessions, even attachments to your own identity because you don't necessarily even have a you don't have a permanent home. You might have a home back in the world that you live in before you embark on a pilgrimage. But in the in the pilgrim life, you are moving from space to space. You're becoming one with the now dimension. You're saying, oh, Jesus is quoted as give no thought for the morrow, let the morrow take care of itself. I've heard Alan Watts talking about this and, and it's kind of like seen as even a fundamental Christian teaching is that it's just an impracticality, it's, that it's an impossibility. But on the Camino de Santiago and other spiritual pilgrims and walking the life of the now dimension, it, it is a reality. And it's a reality that is possible from being in the space of unconditional love, which is one with the now. So I've been writing and working on this through a number of years and I, I feel it's I'm passionate about this because it, it fundamentally affects the way we see live in our world 
that when we are in the space of the now and unconditional love, we are not trying to compete or get anything from anyone. And because we're not trying to take anything from anyone, trying to get people, we're not trying to reduce them to a perceived lesser. And at the same time, we don't see ourselves as a lesser and then hence need to compete because there's no concept of time. It's only in a now space, a now dimension. It allows the possibility to, to live in a conscious world without conflict, without violence, like that. Yeah, John Lennon, and imagine a, a reality where we are all in unconditional love, joy, peace, and harmony. And this space is possible in the space of unconditional love. But how do we get to that space? The all important how. So, yes, I've been working through it, I feel, even in my writing, I think. And a lot of my messages and content I've produced, it, it kept coming back to this unconditional love. And you are already full, whole, and complete. And because you are full, whole, and complete, you don't have to strive to get anywhere. But to say something and to practically live it is sometimes a little bit of a challenge. But even in the actual speaking of it, believing it into reality, you are the conscious creator of your own reality. You have a belief that you can enable into your reality. <laughs> I've heard a little bit lately that um, coming a little bit back to Esther Hicks and Abraham, Abraham Hicks, the law of attraction, really um, practical tools to live a conscious reality, be alignment with your heartfelt reality. And they come from the space, the teachings of Abraham Esther come from space that you can never get it done. You're always kind of aligning with whatever you're you know, wanting to come into your reality. And that's a useful thing, that if you actually see that you, you're never going to get it done, you're actually not trying to ever get anywhere. You are just kind of having, you have a goal and you enjoy the goal, you enjoy the journey, and, and the realization that even when the, the journeys and the dream is fulfilled, there's still another journey. But then extrapolating that further in, in different spaces, the full textual reality, and even the idea that when you've asked for something, it's already answered, it's already received, and the only thing that's kind of blocking it is your willingness to, to stop it from coming in because you don't feel you're worthy of receiving it, is that even the idea of what, Esther and Abraham Hicks are saying that a belief is quite often a thought that you've just kept telling yourself. And that sounds really strange. A belief is something you've just kept thinking. It's just a thought that you've played over. So from that perspective, you can actually just change your beliefs by willing to think differently about yourself. See things differently. To adopt a new space of reality, a new dimension of reality. So, why would you want to do that? Well, what is going to provide you with the most unconditionally happy, worthy, deserving journey along this, this experience of life? Yes, spiritual awakening provides the opportunity to see that we're all whole and complete, that we're all interconnected. But what is actually cultivating a dimension of living that is actually fulfilling? It feels good. The, the alignment with bliss and joy that Abraham Hicks talks about, and even what it bring it back to Eckhart Tolle and the power of now, the now space, the now dimension. It, it seems very easy to say live in the present moment, but to, to practically live it, 
is how can one live without thought for the morrow, without, without looking about where I want to get to next? Well, it is in recognising that you are full whole and complete, being in the flow, seeing that you don't have to strive, seeing and believing, practising a thought that becomes a belief that you are 100% whole and complete, and so is everybody else. And because you're 100% whole and complete, you're full. You can fully fall, die, and surrender to the now dimension. It's almost like you take off the, the parachute. You step out into life with the realisation that you don't have to incessantly mind, think, control, plan, know where you have to go. But you have a kind of a, there is a compass, and that compass is the law of attraction, the spiritual hunches, the the world of your imagination, the Christ within, as Neville Goddard talks about, your ancestor divinity, the idea that you are divine, and the divine is conspiring to help you align with the space of your heart. But if your heart is already full, you can't really lose. And the only thing that kind of stops you from believing that your your heart's not full, that you're not unconditional love, is the idea that you need to strive for it, that you need to chase it, that's not already here. So once you kind of go through this space of seeing that to live in an unconditional loving reality is ultimately what's got to provide the most fulfilling aspect of the journey. And the journey will provide consistent contrast and, and interesting experiences that come in that cause you to ask for more vibrational manifestations in your life, which is, again, what's talked about Esther Hicks. But to, to be aware of that and to live it from a, an unconditional loving space is to see that you're never actually losing. You know, the idea of, you know, we're living the dream of Brahma, that this is all some form of schoolyard game or play of experience. And it's heaviness that sometimes pulls us into what's going on around it. It's just really thought forms, pendulums that can, may have existed in a, a previous reality that we lived, a reality that was conditional, that denied the unconditional worthiness and deserving as your unconditionally loving space. But as you believe that you're unconditional love, as you believe you can surrender to the now dimension, those experiences will fall out of your reality. It's universal law. It's the law of the attraction that you get what you focus on. So either when you feel this, you have these incredible experiences, unconditional love and bliss, and you can see it, you feel it, and then you may get pulled back into situations that are challenging. Just see them, see those experiences that will remind us to come back into the space that you're already full, that you're already whole. And it's okay to, you know, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. Because even the idea that you need to get anywhere is blocking you from that unconditional loving now dimension. So to fully come into the present moment, the, the, the place of unconditional love, is to see it's already here that you are beyond time. It's a dimension that doesn't exist in linear space reality. It's a multi-dimensional space. And because it doesn't exist in time, linear, good or bad, you already are unconditional love. It simply is. Be unconditional love now. And there is truly no need to control, force, or fight anything in your life. You just be one with grace and ease. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.